This is Collier's Conversations. I'm your host, Robert McLean. In this episode, I speak with Andy Thompson, head of CEE Capital Markets. In a report he helped compile, Collier's found that investment volumes in the Czech Republic are still considerably off the pace set in 2019. Now, it's true that the number of deals in the second quarter was slightly up compared to Q1, but large-scale transactions of over 150 million euro are still lacking. Thompson's team ranked the top three deals of the second quarter as the ones for the Prague Proton Therapy Center, the Avenir Business Center, and Explora. But investors don't look at just the numbers when they're making decisions on what to buy, sell, or to hold. Market expectations, the mood of the market, and other intangibles play an important role. So I began the conversation by asking Thompson what the past year has been like for him. I was hoping we could actually just start off with you telling me what it was like to be a capital market specialist in the midst of a pandemic. I guess it's hard to rewind you know, back completely. The, the truth of the matter is that we, we had lots of instructions that we were working on. And that, you know, despite COVID, we were either instructed to continue to work on uh, or were already kind of on the way, you know, going through them and into due diligence or advanced negotiations. So actually, it wasn't that we had to go and get lots of new work. We were we were busy. Uh, so sitting at home, we were we had full days, you know. But then the bigger part of your question is, did it feel uncomfortable? You know, the, the kind of not knowing, you know, how long is this going to go on for? What's the real impact? I think the answer is probably we every week was a learning experience. So we didn't know and nobody knew. So decisions couldn't be made. Of course, it was around all the time. It's all anybody talk, spoke about. And just from a business perspective, I think that we were just constantly seeking out answers and that just added into the sort of fabric of the business discussion. Did you find that when it came to getting new deals going and bringing new investors to the, to the Czech market and the Slovak market, were those serious barriers to, to getting the deals done, even though technically you can get things done online? You know, for sure. I think as we got later on into the into the pandemic, uh, it was understood. I think particularly after the summer. In the summer, there was a bit of a break when there was a bit of travel allowed. Uh, summer 2020, I'm talking about. But um, again, then there was there was the lockdowns. And I think at that stage, it was it was kind of clear that um, it's going to be very difficult to to manage something as a as an inter, with an international investor. Um, but for example, you know we sold the Explorer building, which we started towards the end of of uh, twenty twenty. It was a very quiet off market uh, process, and um, you know our, our sort of target audience. Um, was principally made up of of uh, either international investors who had local asset management um, structures here, uh, who could you know view the building and 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 make some assessments, or or the local investors. Unfortunately, in Czech Republic now, the the local investors are so so strong and so diverse in terms of sectors and return profiles and 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 lot sizes that there was, there was sufficient demand and there is sufficient demand from, from those guys. Mm-hmm. Very different from, I would say, the last, let's say, crisis when the only buyer in the market of institutional product was, was CPI and they were all buying it and they were buying at a disc, discount. Those discounts didn't, didn't happen um, outside of retail and, and you know, hotel where there wasn't transactions anyway. 
Um, and the, the, the investor base is just so different, the local investor base and the international base, actually. I mean, really what we found out, and it's been put to a, a serious stress test at this point, is that there's an entire ecosystem of Czech and Slovak investors out there that are more than willing uh, to take over product at, uh, at, at a good market rate from, from international investors who want to exit. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Long term, if there's, I'm not saying it's a benefit exactly, but it's, it's definitely an indicator of the maturity of the market, that in that way it does reflect very much a standard Western market. Yeah, that's it. And I think from, from an investor's perspective, it becomes a lot more resilient, that you've, you've got an exit. Um, uh, and, you know, of course, all buoyed by the fact that money's still cheap and um, actually even cheaper as, as, as the central banks continue to pump mm. uh, money into economies to support them. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think the appetite's there and the, the, the structures are there and the funds are there. I think there's a sense in which the domestic uh, investors seem... They're simply determined to take uh, to get exposure to the local real estate markets. There's no question in their minds. I guess I'd be interested from you, from the international investor standpoint, are they on pause right now to a certain extent, waiting to see what's going to happen? No, definitely not. I mean, uh, you know, all the signals that, that we have, we have regular regular calls uh, with uh, you know with these international investors are that they, they, they continue to have the appetite. Um, they haven't, in many cases, you know, traveled uh, here recently. And in some cases, of course, where the personalities have changed, um, they, uh, you know, they perhaps don't know the markets and need to come here uh, and the rest of Central Europe. And what has happened is when they haven't been able to travel, they've been focused on their own on their own markets, and that has I think continued a little bit up until up until recently. But the money is there; they they need to spend it. They they, they have the allocation for 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 these countries. They've done their country due diligence, so um, they can all they can all invest here in you know in, in Czech Republic and, and 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 other places in Central Europe. Um, it's only it, the issue is more product as, as always um, uh, and I think otherwise the fundamentals are, are still there. The industrial uh, sector and logistics sector was perhaps the unsurprising winner of the pandemic. I mean that was a that was a sector that had been growing before the pandemic and for obvious reasons it's taken off. Maybe more the surprise is uh, that even if we knew that uh, these build to rent schemes that there was investor interest in that. It just seemed to be bubbling away uh, for the longest time and they were looking for the right structures or the right developers to do deals with and they're sorting out their prices. All of a sudden it happened last year, sort of at the same time uh, where being at home became an extremely important facet of everybody's life all of a sudden. Do you think the pandemic served somehow to speed this trend up in some way? Yeah, I was thinking about this a little bit. I, I, I think for sure, yes, you know, from, from different perspectives. One, as you just said, you know, it's on everyone's radar that you know, people don't necessarily need, to, need a, an office to work in, but they still need, they always need somewhere to live. So this is, this is one of the sort of dynamics that, that, that you know, and, and, and the rhetoric that was, of course, you know, circulating in the, in the community. I think also the funds and the structures were coming. I mean, I mean, as you say, you know, the BTR uh, stuff was being talked about. Um, you know, colleagues, we have an established DMEA group, and you know, we've been sharing data on on calls for for well over you know two years, despite the fact those markets hadn't yet come to Czech Republic, but we had seen that that was that that was coming. And I think also, you know, when you when you have that that weight of money that you were talking about earlier and the cheap money, 
and you can't allocate it to sectors like retail because it, it's it's been so difficult to understand where that's going to go and hotels but you have an allocation for for real estate or alternatives in the wider sense then then you get squeezed into into the other sectors um, offices was a question mark for a little while I think uh, a lot of investors you know probably got past that you know from the summer onwards and and there's been no change in, in yield or, or demand for, for, for the right product but yeah for sure um, industrial logistics and, uh, and and BTR have been have been the winners so I think it was a combination of all those things um, have have pushed it along. And in the Czech Republic, at the same time, I think the developers have also met with that kind of you know demand. I mean, there's been discussions here for for you know two, three, four years from from developer investors who have seen the writing on the wall and thought capital values are getting too expensive for individual buyers to be able to afford to buy um, to buy uh, their, their apartments, and so the rental market was for sure coming, and that. You know that that's still the, the, the case here. So I think it was a combination of all of those things. But yeah, f- for sure helped a bit by COVID. In your report, you you say that the Czech Republic is 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 a really promising market uh, for BTR investments, specifically the Czech market. What is it that, that that makes it such a fertile ground for these type of deals? Well, I mean, the the, the statistic that everyone sort of looks at for these things is what's the what's the affordability ratio. And in the Czech Republic, it's you know if you re, you know relate the salary to the to the price of, of, of apartments, we're one of the worst in in Europe. We're eleven point four for multiple eleven point four, I think now for Czech Republic. Um, so that's you know definitely a part of it. And if you if you can't afford to put down the deposit on your apartment, well, you can't buy an apartment. And there's a certain point as well where it becomes you know cheaper to cheaper to rent than to than to buy, and also as interest rates uh, uh, increase to 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 stave off the inflation that you were referring to earlier, as they are, they've, they've inched up already this year, um, then of course that adds to the to the cost of the, of the of the mortgage as well. So you have capital values getting more expensive, so you need a bigger deposit to put down to begin with, and you have mortgages becoming more expensive uh, too in terms of the financing costs. And therefore, rent, renting becomes either the only option or a cheaper option uh, for for buyers. And you have multiple stories of, of of people who have been saving for you know several years, and and the and the target just keeps moving out for them. And so they they are they would be buyers, but they but they can't be buyers. So they're forced into 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 the renting opportunity. Do you think it will become a, a consistently significant share of the investment uh, volume each year, or is it simple, or is it just going to be a bit of a of a sideshow and it's it's new and shiny now, so we're all paying attention? It's a really good question. I think I think the best answer is probably to look at some of the more developed markets, like like Germany, and look at the you know home ownership percentages. And I think if you look at those. You know, they only go in one direction, and we're probably artific- well, we are artificially high in a certain way in Czech Republic, in terms of home ownership, where we're I don't know seventy, eighty percent um, compared to these other markets where it's a lot less. So I think the answer is that just from that perspective, it will it will become a bigger part of the market, and similarly, also if you're looking at Western markets, the 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 size of the um, the residential uh, part of those markets is is also a lot bigger. So I think for me, the answer is. Uh, that, that definitely it, it won't be a sideshow. It'll it'll be more important. <laughs>